Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Good morning, my fabulous, fabulous and beautiful queens. Welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. And I am your host, Natasha Mundy. Oh my goodness, we're getting so close to Christmas and it just gets me so excited. Um, I just love Christmas. I didn't always love Christmas. I actually, in fact, used to hate Christmas. I was a Grinch, but... um, as I've gotten older and I have my own child to indulge, I absolutely love Christmas and I love, you know, the representation of spending time with family and getting together the extended family. Like you just wouldn't except for these sort of special occasions. So absolutely excited, 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 excited. So this week's episode, we're actually going to be talking a little bit about timing of life and trusting the timing of your life and, and all that sort of stuff. It's just something I'm feeling called cool to talk to you guys about today. So we are we are going to do that. Everything that's happening in the Kiss My Crown world. Well, it is all focused around Self Love Club, which launches next month on the 8th of January. Is our first um, our first workshop, and I'm so excited about it. There's so much stuff to do in the background with that, but I am more. In 2023, I am more single focusing, um, you know, rather than doing lots and lots and lots of things. So there will be some other masterclasses and stuff throughout the year as I feel inspired to do so. But my main focus for Kiss My Crown Academy is going to be the self-love club. And part of the reason for that is that I just want to allow time and space to do the things that I want to do, which, you know, does include the self-love club. Um, and what I mean by that is that so often I can go, oh, I'm going to do the self-love club and I'll do this masterclass and I'll do this and I'm going to do this other program as well. And I have all these, all these things in motion at once. And I feel like I, you know, like, and I just, it gives me so much to do and so much work for the sake of being busy where next year, what I really want to do is focus on the self-love club and build that up. Um, and have that sort of single focus in the business so that it allows me more time to do the things within the business that I really love as well, rather than, you know, adding things that, you know, don't bring me as much joy um, or that, you know, that I may not be as good at. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited to have that sort of focus rather than trying to do all the things is more sort of narrow it down a little bit and focus on getting the one thing really good and really right first before I start adding the other things um, into it. So, and then it also allows me to have that more time to put so much more into doing the self-love club as well and giving it everything that deserves because self-love club this year or next year, I should say, gets a workbook, it gets everything, set curriculum, the whole lot. So I am so excited about jumping on and getting that all sorted out the workbook is already looking amazing i'm really excited for it and um 
yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just really keen. I'm really excited for to see the transformation and to see the journey of the ladies doing the self-love club in the new year. I'm so keen. So, and you know, and in my personal life, like obviously I'm all settled into my new job. I'm killing it. I'm, I'm doing very well already, which I'm really, really excited about. And I just, I'm loving the lifestyle. I'm loving the connection that I have with my family because I'm here more often. And, you know, I love that Friday feeling when I have a weekend just to relax and do whatever I want. I love during the week. I have all this free time. I just, you know, my health has never been, you know, better. Well, I mean, my health was better back in the day, but what I mean is now like my health is, um, it is really good now. So, you know, my nutrition so much better and, and portions, my exercise, like obviously I'm walking pretty much most days, but also listening to my body. Like the other day, I just, my body was just so tight and heavy feeling. So, um, I jumped in and did some yoga instead and took myself through a 30 minute yoga session. And oh my God, I just needed it. My body still feels so good after it. So, you know, just being really intuitive with what it is that I actually need and uh not beating myself up over that like Thursday night I felt really flat and I had no energy and I felt like again like oh my god am I trying to fight off getting sick who knows because there's so much going around at the moment um so you know I kind of felt like I should do something after work but then I was like you know what no had dinner um chillax with the kid for a little bit and then I actually went to bed really early and slept all the way through and then the next day I felt amazing so you know, it just sort of goes to show about how listening to your body and being in tune with it um, just is such a game changer. So that's, you know, where we're at in that personal sort of life. By the time you hear this episode, it'll be next week. So you'll be, well, it'll be in about three or four days time that you'll hear this episode. And that will be the Thursday before Christmas. And yeah, just really keen for it really really keen for it. i get the few i get some time off over christmas too which is nice which i never used to get so um and it's even good because <laughs> my work now is a slow time too so amazing yeah, a bit different to what i'm used to but anyway it's great so we're getting stuck into it today so what am i talking about today i'm talking about the timing of your life and trusting the timing of your life and um and I, I guess I want to talk a little bit about paradigms as well about, you know, because when we talk about trusting the timing of your life, half the reason that we don't trust the timing of our own life is because of the paradigms or the stories, if you will, the narratives, however you would like to phrase it, that we've been brought up with and that we've been brought up with these sort of paradigms, that these paradigms come with a timeline as well of when we should have our, you know, shit together, so to speak. And, you know, part of these old paradigms as well, when we look at these old paradigms, like they are that, they are old paradigms, these old narratives and old stories from, you know, that have been, you know, circulating, circulating around for years and years and years. And some of that is about, you know, whether the right time to get married, the right time to have children and you know, and have yourself a house and a career and success and, and money in the bank and at what age you should have had this all all happening. Um, 
because sometimes, you know, some people know exactly what it is that they want to do with the, you know, they find their passion there, the thing that lights them up at a really young age. And that some of us, that was not me, um, and some of us are still looking for it. Um, or some of us are just, you know, like myself, have just found it in like the last couple of years, you know, like, but I, I'd spent a good, you know, I was at fashion school trying to find it, you know, like, you know, and, you know, like I've got another friend who's, you know, he's still trying to find what it is that he, he loves. And I think it's realizing like these old paradigms, like about of what time frame that we should have it done are so stressful. Like if you think about it, you know, like, you know, the whole thing used to be, oh, I want to be married and have kids by the time I'm 25, <laughs> right? But, you know, when we were getting that drummed into us, you know, for me as an 80s baby, it's because, you know, what I saw is my mum got engaged at 16. She was married at 18 and she had kids, you know, well, she didn't have kids straight away, but, you know, like, but that's what I mean. Like, they're just, they've started their life so much earlier than what, we do you know like you know you would never get engaged at you know I mean some people will and bully to them but you know speaking for the most you know like you're so young at 16 how you know like I could have never made a decision to that I was going to spend the rest of my life with someone at 16 years old and that's okay right and that's the sort of thing about it what we need to realize like times are changing right times are you know my parents were 50s babies right baby boomers <laughs> life is so different from the 1950s as to what it is now and and same with you know the 1950s are so different to the 1920s when their parents were born like it's just realizing that times change and so you know we can't hold on to these old paradigms that were you know really you know, we can't hold on to old paradigms from the 20s or the 50s because they're just not relevant in this day and age. But more so is, is that these paradigms and these stories are, you know, they are exactly that. They are stories. They're almost like fairy tales that we get brought up to believe in and without realizing it. But, you know, when do we stop and question, you know, like, you know, like, oh, I mean, we still judge women who, you know, we judge women if they want to have a career. We judge women if they have kids and want to stay at home. Like, we judge women if they can't afford to be a stay-at-home mum and they have to work. Like, there is so much, like, that you can't win, right? So, you know, and these are all old paradigms and old stories and old narratives that we were brought up to believe in about how you know what a woman's place is in the home and and what it is that she should shouldn't do and that she should be the primary caregiver of the children and and all this sort of stuff and a man you know these paradigms of you know you know men almost being hands-off with their own children you know not having any sort of say in how you know like it's it's sad yeah you know but you know, and we have these old paradigms. We have them with everything. We have them with the type of careers that people can have. We have them with um, money or scarcity. Like there's not enough to go around and not enough opportunity to go around, not enough money to go around and that there's always like a crisis and there's never enough money. And, you know, there's just, 
you know, and there's, there's definitely paradigms for men as well. And the stories, you know, that they should be, you know, tough and brave and strong and not show emotion or not seek support when they need it or talk to their friends or talk about feelings or emotions or, you know, and then there's paradigms around women, like that emotions are bad. And it's just, you know, when you really weigh all this up, it, it just seems to be no matter what you do, you're fucked. Right. So with, with these old paradigms, it does not matter which one that you choose to, to live your life by, you are fucked. <laughs> and you know, like and it's like having these standards that you can never live up to and you know, so then you think you're a failure and then you fall into a shame spiral and then you're not good enough and then it's this whole other sort of, you know, mental shift that happens, you know, because of these fucking stories. So you know, like I am a big believer in, you know, and, and now it's started, like, it's funny because, you know, obviously I know that these are stories and I know that I have the power and the capability to rewrite my own stories, but you know what? It takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of, um, work on yourself to let go of these paradigms that you have been born into, that you have been conditioned to since day one, it's really hard to, you know, because they're, they're embedded in your life. They're rooted um, in your being. So to let that stuff go, it does take, it's not easy. And it takes a lot of time. And it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort. Um, and it's just now that I'm really like really letting go of those paradigms and really coming into writing my own, like being that powerful force that gets to write my own story. You know, I get to, they're my rules, you know, like I'm like, I always like fuck the rules, fuck the rules of society because we don't know who wrote them or for what, or, you know, when, because they were probably written in the bloody 18 freaking hundreds, you know, and it's just something that's evolved over time. And, they're just of no benefit to me whatsoever. And I'm just not going to live my life to, you know, to make other people happy like that, you know, and neither should you, you know, like you're here to live your life. And, you know, like those rules and those paradigms and the, that narrative really keeps people small. Um, it really keeps people from expressing who they truly are it keeps people from being who they truly are it stops people from thinking outside the box and bringing their gifts to the world you know like it just it is such a dangerous sort of way to live but we all do it so you know and this is why I wanted to talk about trusting the timing of your life because you know our our timing the timeline that we see is so linear and it's so um, embedded into that, into those paradigms, you know, because we think that we should have our shit together by, you know, 25. We think that we should be settled down, married, have a house and, you know, having babies at 25 or, you know, and it's almost like, you know, from a woman's perspective, say, say you watch movies, it's getting different now, but think before, you would watch a movie and it was just almost like your your life as a woman ended at 25. You were done. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we're starting to push it to 30. Okay, cool. We're starting to see some 30-year-olds on the screen. But, you know, like when have we seen – it was like – but then that, then that was done, you know. Like and then if you've seen female characters in, say, movies who were over the age of 
40, 50, 60, what were they? Like what? The mum, the evil stepmom? <laughs> like it just, you know, like, no, no, life does not end at 25. And this is why I want you to start looking at trusting the timing of your life because everything comes to you exactly when it is meant to come to you. You know, like if, you know, like say, you know, there are so many people and you just need to do a quick Google search to look at people who were successful later on in life. Because the other thing that I want you to realize too is that it's not too late. Um, You know, if you follow any of my content, you're like, oh, well, that's all well and good, but I'm 60. What am I going to do with my life now? Or I'm, I'm 70. Like that's, it's all well and good. And I can learn to love myself and I can do this sort of stuff, but it doesn't really matter. It doesn't count to me. Like I, that's bullshit. All right. Cause instead you just need to do a quick Google search. Um, and You know, if you do a quick Google search, it's not going to take you long to find women who had made success out of themselves, you know, past the age of 40, you know, and it just, I just think that's just such a powerful thing, you know, like not everyone is going to be successful straight away. Like I'm talking about, you know, it's given me a list of actors, but you know, like there's people out there like Julia Hart, for example, you know, who didn't make her fortune until she was in her forties, you know, or have her success and stuff like that. And there's plenty of other stories like that. Oprah, like there is so many and just go look for those stories too. You know, like if you are feeling uninspired, like if you're feeling really uninspired or thinking that because of your age, you cannot find the success that you want, um, or that you're, you know, you're feeling like, you know, your time, your prime time is over or your time to succeed is over. Then I want you to go on to Google and start looking for, for role models, for mentors, you know, go look for people who have had that sort of success at that age, because there's really, there is so many. And this is why, as I said, I want you to trust the time of your life because it's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too early. Um, you know, you just get to do what it is that you are called to do. Um, and you, you get to do that. You're allowed to do that. You need to allow yourself that permission to go and do that, regardless of, you know, these stories and these paradigms, regardless of whether it's what you, sh- you think you should do or, you know, like, oh, a woman my age doesn't do that or women don't do this in general or whatever it may be. You know, let's just start breaking that down because, you know, I feel like this generation, like my generation and, and, you know, when I talk to my friends and stuff like that, we are, you know, like we are the cycle breakers. And the only way to, you know, break cycles is to start living life your way and really coming up with your rules and your way and your you know, your paradigms, your stories of how you want to live your life. You know, like if you, I said this to one of my male friends the other day, you know, he'd said something that, you know, he'd called my husband for some help and he goes, oh, I hate to burden people. And I said, do you realize that calling a friend when you need help or advice and support is actually, that's not being a burden. That's just what you 
that's what you have friends for, right? He's like, oh, I, I know, but you know, like us men are, you know, we've got to be tough and strong and, and that. And so I posed the question to him. I said, do you want, he doesn't have children, mind you, but I know that it's something that he does want. I said, would you want your son, like if your son was having a really hard time with something and needed support, would you rather that he spoke to his friends or family to get this support? Or would you rather that he just didn't speak to anyone and he bottled it all in? Because, oh, well, you know, of course I would, you know, I would want him to speak to someone about it. I want him to know that everything is okay and that he's got, got people to support him. And I'm like, well, then that's the paradigm that you need to change because you need to lead by example, even though you don't have a child right now, but you need to make, you need to normalize that men have emotions too and that men need help and support uh, from people to get through sort of situations and by and doing that by reaching out to your friends that's the story that you need to change so that you're not passing that down on to the next generation that is your responsibility you want your son to be able to have people to rely and support on well he's not going to learn how to do that unless you teach him unless you show him unless you lead by example and this is what i encourage each and every one of you to do in your own circumstances is to be those generational curse breakers to breathe be those cycle breakers break that cycle all right and just let go of those stories and create new ones you know like you know when did having emotions become a bad thing you know, like, because even as when we get told we're too emotional. Well, fuck your rules are too emotional. I get to be as emotional as I want to be. Like, I, that's who I am. And if you don't like it, there's a fucking door, right? Like, it's like wrong with being emotional. There is nothing wrong with needing support. There is nothing wrong with wanting money. There is nothing wrong with not wanting to have children. There is nothing wrong with, you know, having a career and having it all like there is you know people say oh you can't have it all well you fucking can you know if that's what you want to believe then you fucking can have it all you know like we get taught that wanting money is such a bad thing it's so greedy and money's dirty well fuck that i want money and i don't need to sit there and justify that i want money because i'm gonna go you know donate it all or anything like that I want fucking money so I can go buy a $5,000 handbag and I am not going to feel guilty about that. I'm not going to feel ashamed about that. I am not going to explain my reasons to anyone as to why I want to have money. And, you know, I don't need to justify myself to anyone. You know, I want to have money, plain and simple. You know, like... It's just breaking through those sort of curses and really fucking owning it as well. You know, like just owning it. But this is what I want to talk about, like with your timing of your life as well, because if there is things that you want in your life and you don't have them yet, there is a reason for that. And you need to, you know, if there's something that you want, you need to go after it. And you just need to trust that it is going to come to you at the exact right time that it's meant to come to you. And I've used that example before, like with my car, like my car was something that I was manifesting for, you know, two or three years. And, you know, it it just, you know, it was frustrating because obviously I wanted it sooner and, and then it didn't happen. And there was a point where it almost happened, but then it didn't happen. And, 
you know, but here we are right now. And, you know, that has come to me exactly when I was ready to receive it, you know, and it just, life is like that. And it is about the art of surrendering and letting go and just stop trying to control every little thing and to bring it in on your timeline. But you need to trust that there is like a bigger picture out there to play and you need to play your part in that, you know, like just trust. And when you hand over that trust as well to someone else, e.g. the universe, you know, you know, hey, this is what I want. Um, and I just trust the universe is going to do it right. But another thing, this was something that um, if anybody follows Manifestation Babe, Catherine Zankina, she was like one of the, she'd be the second sort of manifestation sort of person that I got into with Denise Duffield Thomas being the first. And But the other day she posted something like get to a, if you can get to a place of like this is what I want, like but I don't need it. You know, like it's such a powerful energy to be in, like, because you just, you know, I mean, she was using the example of love and her partner. Like, she's like, yeah, look, I, I love this guy and I, and I want to have a relationship with it. But at the end of the day, I don't need him, you know, because if it's not, if it's not going to be this like, you know, great sort of love story or anything, I, I don't need it. You know, like I can survive on my own. I'm happy to be on my own. Like I like my own company. Like I don't, I don't need it, you know, like, and it's funny when you come from that energy, because what happens is you're changing that energetics. You're not being desperate about trying to hold on to something. And I think a bit like that. And I think that's the place where I've gotten to is because now I, um, you know, I've gotten to the point where, you know, there's all these things that I want, but I don't need them, you know, because I'm quite happy. Like I'm very happy with the life that I have now. I'm very happy with my family. I'm very happy with where I live and I'm very happy with the money I bring in, my job and everything. Like it all, um, it all looks after me, you know, and like, it gives me exactly what it is that I need. Sure. I'd love more of it, but excuse me, sorry. Um, I don't need it, right? And so that in itself allows me, this is why I talk about that art of surrender, is that it allows me to surrender so much more to the universe because I'm not trying to, I'm not coming out of it with desperation and this, you know, desperate energy to try and hold on to something or to get something or to like claw and fight. And I think that's a huge thing for me because I've always felt like throughout my life, I've been in fight mode. I've had to fight for everything, you know, I've had to struggle and I've had to fight and I've had to claw my way, whether that is for opportunities, whether that is for love, whether that is for just fucking living and surviving, whatever it has been in my whole life has felt like it's been a fight, you know, and whether this is comes from the trauma of, um, you know, my dad being in head on accident a collision when I was four years old and you know we're just we're just having to fight for our lives you know at that particular point and fight to make ends meet and fight to stay alive and you know like I you know I think that that had triggered like a huge response in me to always need to fight and control and so now you know and, and trust me that sort of lifestyle as well does you have, it has repercussions throughout your life because I felt like I have run on a really high cortisol so long in my life of always having to fight for everything and always being stressed and, and 
make things happen and, and control things and hustle, 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 all right? And hustle will kill you. Like it will honestly, <laughs> as I'm learning, it will, it can kill you. And now though, you know, with this and that energy of like, well, I want it, but I don't need it. Um, you know, is that surrendering? Like it, it is just surrendering to the universe and just being going like, it's, <laughs> I don't need to stress about it. I need to, I don't need to worry about it. This is what I want. I'll take inspired action and do like things to get to what I want, but I don't have to control it and it, and it will happen. It's either this or something better. And if I just trust and I just believe that and I just let it go, then I come at life with a whole different energy. And that's what I mean, like letting go of that timeline as well, you know, so I've let go, you know, that now when I set goals, like especially within my business, I was setting these goals within my business and it just made me feel like a failure because I wasn't hitting them on time. I'd hit them eventually, but not on time. I'm using those air brackets here, right? So, you know, and then, then there's that energy of that sort of, well, I feel like a bit of a failure and what am I doing? And it just creates this whole sort of vortex that I just don't want to be in, right? So, and, and then it's, then I'm not producing what I could for my business. I'm not getting the results that I wanted because I'm coming at it from this energy of I'm not enough and I'm not good enough and I shouldn't be doing this because I haven't met these goals that I've set and blah, 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 you know, and then that energy is visible in my business. You know what I mean? Like, and it becomes like this thing. So for me, it was like learning to, like I said, trust the timing of my life. It's going to happen. Like, and, and it will happen when it's meant to happen. I don't need to be in such a rush as well. Like, and that's probably my other takeaway for you today is just slow down you know stop trying to be in a rush to get to the finish line all the time because you know what happens like if we're in a rush to get in the finish line guess what it's all over so you know we get this life once we get it once so just enjoy it and you know let loose a little bit and make time for the fun and just trust that you know the time of your life is is working, you know, life is happening for you, not to you. And just trust the timing and just remember that it's also, it's not too late. So if you have some ideas in your mind of something that you want to try or do and you feel like it's too late, like don't because the time of your life is right now, regardless of whatever age you are, because, you know, I've found like moving through the different sort of age brackets and obviously now I'm at 40, like, you know, someone's like, oh, wouldn't you want to be 20 years old again? Fuck no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. When I was in my 20s, I was having the time of my life. Like I, I, you know, and I was. And, but, you know, then when I hit my 30s, it got even better. I was like, wow, this is cool. And now I've hit my 40s and just like, and I'm feeling at my peak. And so like, if it keeps going like that, you know, in that sort of fashion, then, you know, then I'm going to hit my 50s and I'm going to be feeling fucking amazing too. Because, you know, if, you know, luckily enough for me, I feel like I look better now than what I did in my bloody 20s. Just when I see photos back then, I'm like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Or yeah, like I just, there was just things I didn't know. Like I didn't know how to do makeup. I didn't know how to look after my hair or do skincare or do nice things. I didn't have money to go get my hair done or anything like that. Like, you know, I didn't, yeah. And I just, and I didn't know what I know now. And I feel so powerful for what I know now. And, you know, and I know that my twenties would be very different if I had the confidence that I had now and, and things like that, but they weren't. And that's just the way it is. But you know, this is what I mean. Like it's, it's not too late. Like, the time of your life is exactly where you are right now. 
you know, like regardless of what your age you are, you know, you get to make it the time of your life and it's only going to get better. So just look forward to it and just said, trust that timing, let go and just live your life and do things that you enjoy. You know, I can't stress that enough. We get so bogged down in achieving these goals or doing this or doing that or being successful in our career or getting a house that we forget to live. We get to, we forget to do the fun stuff, which is the living. All right, so make time for that too. All right, my beautiful queens, I am going to wrap it up there today. Now, just remember though, if you would like to be working on this sort of stuff, if you want to transform your life, then you need to come to the, the self-love club you know, plain and simple, you can jump onto my website, which is a kissmycrownacademy.com and there is a self-love club tab and you just put in your email address and your name and we get back to you with all the details about the self-love club. Um, you know, or you can just go jump and pay in full for the year. It's up to you, but <clears throat> definitely worth doing if you are looking to transform your life and start living a life that you actually fucking love. All right, my queens, be amazing, be fabulous. Relax, have some fun. Love ya. Bye. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.